1: Village Green is your resource for questions about your health via their website at www.myvillagegreen.com and at their store on West Cedar Lane. They carry a superior line of supplements from many manufacturers, including their own Pathway products. My name is David Baer, and I help produce the show, but today I am sitting in for Dana Lake. We are here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please tune in next week for another interesting interview with Dana Lake. I want to remind our listeners that you can access a recording of this show at www.ethl, like Edward Harry Larry, radio.com. That's EHL At the website, there is also a place for you to leave comments about our show on the right-hand side of the screen so we can get your feedback and improve the show from there. Today's guest is Dr. Jacob Lieberman, who will be talking about living a luminous life. Dr. Lieberman's discoveries in the field of light, vision, and consciousness have been endorsed by many luminaries in the fields of health, science, and spirituality, including Deep Deepak Chopra, Bruce Lipton, and Ekert Tolle. He is the author of Light, Medicine of the Future, also Take Off Your Glasses and See a Mind Body Approach to Expanding Your Eyesight and Insight, and his newest book is Luminous Life How the Science of Life Light unlocks art of the art of living that reveals how light guides our every step so we may fulfill our reason for being. Welcome to the show, Dr. Lieberman.
2: It's a pleasure to be with you today. Thank you, David.
1: Well, we we really appreciate you being on the show. But before we start, I would like to read a quote from your book regarding luminous life. Luminous life explores the connection between light vision, consciousness, and its impact on presence. And as I understand from your book, you wrote about presence. It is the intersection of science, spirituality, quantum physics, mysticism, neuroscience, and Eastern philosophy. So uh, thank you so much again, Dr. Lieberman. And for those of you who just tuned in, you are listening to The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. Okay, so I'd like to first start, the first question is, Is what led you to be an optometrist, a vision scientist, and I hope I pronounced this correctly, a sitonic sy- a practitioner?
2: Well, that's a big question. Um, you know, uh, when I was going to school, you, uh, especially coming from a Jewish home, you have to be a doctor, a dentist, or, or a, a lawyer. And so I thought I was going to be going to, to dental school. But as it turned out on a trip to, um, to Memphis, Tennessee, uh, I won't spend the whole time speaking about it. Uh, I was literally driving down the street. Something guided me to just turn the car around and pull in, and I happened to find myself in the parking lot of Southern College of Optometry. Mm -hmm. And to make a long story short, I applied, uh, they accepted me, and uh, I ended up going to optometry school, which I really didn't know anything about. But as it turned out, uh, whatever guided that move uh, had more wisdom than I did in terms of where I needed to be. Um, In terms of vision science... Uh, I got very, very involved um, as a an early practitioner, not just in uh, doing examinations and treating patients and working with uh, preventive vision care and so on, but i I was very, very interested in the field of light and specifically how light interacted with the eye and with the rest of the body. And so that led me into the area of looking deeper. Uh, into what was happening with the inner mechanisms that we cannot see, and so it guided me into the field of vision science. Syntonics uh, what is a science that has to do with using different wavelengths or what we perceive as different colors of light by way of the eyes to impact the nervous system, the endocrine system, and so on. Uh, It was something I got involved in in the mid-1970s after I had had several experiences already with utilizing light therapeutically, found them extremely effective. And so that became uh, the first professional training uh, that I did to... It was my entryway into the field of using light uh, therapeutically and... uh, I basically followed the model that was um, described by Syntonix, I would say, uh, uh, into the mid-80s and beyond that, and then I started to make other discoveries that guided an entirely new way of using um, color or different wavelengths of light to really access uh, an individual's potential in life.
1: Well, I appreciate you uh, being very uh, specific about what led you and how you evolved in your profession. And we are going to touch on a lot of the things that you said during this interview. So the first question I want to ask you is, what is light and what is its nature? First, from a, a traditional science viewpoint in terms of electromagnetic spectrum, waves and particles, and then maybe we could then... Segue into photosynthesis.
2: Let's look at it from from several different perspectives. If you you go back from a religious perspective, uh, the Bible speaks of a creative force that most people speak of as God, but it's interesting that the Bible speaks of this creative force, God, as light. If you look at ancient spiritual texts, That are describing consciousness, they relate consciousness also, which they see as the creative force, also as light. When you look at it from the perspective of a scientist, the whole field of quantum mechanics, for instance, is based on light and it's based uh, on the fact that when you look at the nature of reality, in other words, what's really underneath of it all, and you speak to scientists in that field, they will tell you that light is the primal energy from where life literally emerges. It's a uh, light is very interesting because most people, when they look out their windows and the day is bright, they say, "I see the light." But light is totally, Uh, invisible. You cannot see light. And so what we experience is not light itself. It's a perceptual phenomenon that has to do with the interaction of the energy known as light with the perceptual mechanisms that humans have. And in relation to this very mysterious, hard question that we call consciousness, that few people have an understanding of, So light is a very difficult thing to describe because, at least based on um, the statements of many very renowned physicists, all matter is frozen light. Everything that we perceive as solid is um, is this fundamental energy of light transformed into matter. Uh, To try to to speak about it in terms that will be a little easier to understand, Uh, everyone knows that a plant not only cannot live without light, but every aspect of a plant's growth and development is based on its relationship with the lighted environment. Most people just know that intuitively. What the average person doesn't realize is that every function of the body is light-dependent, and that we respond to light in a very similar way as plants do. We cannot live without it, and light is continually cueing every facet of our life. To give you an idea, when we think of light uh, and uh, and human beings or animals, we think of eyesight. Light interacts with the eye. But we have this idea that we're actually doing something, looking at things. But in actuality, it's the other way around. The reason we say something caught my eye is because light is literally grabbing the attention of the eye, moving the eye in a certain direction. So you could say that light is actually guiding our physical movement and uh, in the field of optometry especially behavioral optometry when we look at light or when we look at at vision we say vision is movement vision is what's guiding every step of our life and what i'm suggesting is that that guidance is not coming from us individually <clears throat> it's coming from an animating force in this universe something is grabbing our attention moving us in a certain direction. Uh, What's fascinating about that is we now know that every cell in the body has eyes, has photoreceptors that are designed to detect and respond to the subtlest signals of light. So light is continually cueing every cell of our body, not only about whether it is day or it is night, but everything in between, viewing the body as to how to respond with hormonal release, okay. in your blood pressure, viewing all the things that your body's doing throughout the day. This was uh, even confirmed uh, a couple years ago uh, when the Nobel Prize in 2017 was won by three U.S. scientists that discovered the molecular mechanism by which light is Interacting with our cells, and not only our cells, but the cells of animals and plants as well, to continually guide them uh, to respond in the appropriate way, so that they they're in an optimal state of health and wellness.
1: Thank you so much, Dr. Lieberman. That was quite quite a quite a mouthful, and I know there's a lot to discuss more about life, but. For those of you who have just tuned in, you are listening to The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. Folks, please uh, stay tuned. We will be re- right back with more great information from Dr. Lieberman.
3: MegaFood Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. MegaFood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. MegaFood, from farm to tablet, our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com.
4: Magnesium is needed for more than 30 chemical activations from metabolizing food for energy to muscle contraction. Although it plays a massive role in the body, it's also one of the most common nutrient deficiencies. Pure Encapsulations Magnesium Glycinate offers a highly absorbable and gentle form of this important nutrient free from artificial ingredients, gluten, and GMOs. This product is available at Village Green Apothecary or online at myvillagegreen.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
5: All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit VillageGreetUp.com or visit nordicnaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils.
0: The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body. And this is where Gero Formulas Neuro Optimizer comes to the rescue. NeuroOptimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. Neuro Optimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. Neuro Optimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. Carrie.
6: West Cedar Lane, or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com.
1: Welcome back, listeners, to the second segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I want to remind you that we are here every Sunday at 10 AM Eastern Standard Time. I also want to remind you about Village Green's new service called i quhealth.com. That is I, q like queen, uhealth.com. This is your resource for the evaluation of your unique biochemistry via the laboratory findings, genomics, your lifestyle habits, and toxic exposures. <clears throat> the term they use is biogenetics. This information, the information you get is like a blueprint of your health issues and your predispositions, your findings and recommendations from this can then be shared with your healthcare provider. Okay, uh, Dr. Lieberman, I'd like to continue the discussion that you had on light. Uh, the first thing I'd like to do is, um, I guess, if you could talk about how light enters our eyes and affects the hypothalamus, the pineal gland, the retina. In other words, a brief description of how that process works.
2: Um, The first thing to realize is that uh, 98% of the light that interacts with the body enters by way of our eyes. Most of the light that enters the eye is not for the process of eyesight and vision, but it's literally for the process of cueing the entire body as to what's going on in the environment. So when light enters the eye, a large portion of it goes through non-visual pathways. In other words, they have nothing to do with the eyesight. And they go to a site called the suprachiasmatic nucleus, which is the site of the body's biological clock within the hypothalamus. The hypothalamus mm-hmm is the part of the brain that scientists refer to as the brain's brain because it controls the actions of the autonomic nervous system, the endocrine system. It's the major collecting station for information about our emotions. It is the initiator of the body's stress response. So it's it's like the CEO of the brain. And when light enters the eyes, it goes specifically to that part of the brain, cueing the brain as to what time of the day is it, what time of the night is it, that same information is simultaneously shared with another mysterious part of the brain called the pineal. The pineal uh, has historically been called a seed of the soul, the third eye, the sphincter of thought. The pineal is a very interesting part of the brain because It's the only part of the brain that's singular. In other words, it's not paired like the right hemisphere and the left hemisphere. The pineal is literally right in the center of the brain. And you could say it's the body's light meter. It essentially uh, determines changes in light, changes in spectral characteristics. It takes in information about the Earth's electromagnetic field And when it receives that information, it simultaneously shares it with the network of about 37 trillion cells in the body at the same time, providing that information to every cell. So every cell takes the information about what time of the day is it, am I in Maui or am I in Bethesda, and uses that information, each cell uses that information to orchestrate its internal function and then synchronize itself with Mother Nature. Let's just talk about the importance of that. In life, relationship is everything. When we're born, we almost immediately begin a process with our parents called bonding. That relationship, which deals with love and caring, is the foundation for us of how we express ourselves within all of our relationships, our understanding of what it means to love, to care, to be compassionate, and so on. At the same time, as we are bonding emotionally with our parents, we are bonding with the environment of continually changing light, because as I mentioned before, The continually changing light in the environment is what's cueing our body to do what it's doing, when it does it, and to what degree. And most of that light is entering through the eyes, even though there is also a profound effect of light going through the skin. So when I share that light entering the eyes, That information is shared with all the cells of the body by the pineal. The reason that's happening is so that we are continually in a very seamless relationship with light because timing is everything. And so the reason we awaken in the morning, we sleep at night, we have certain things that occur during the day, is because the lighted environment is continually changing, is cueing all the cells of our body, and then the cells are acting accordingly to adjust themselves so every step of the way we're in harmony with life. Let me give you an example. Uh, If you look at uh, an animal like a deer or a bear in the forest during the summer months, you'll notice that its hair is shorter, its skin is thinner because they're warmer temperatures. As the light begins to change from the uh, summer season into the fall and then to winter, and the days are getting shorter and the characteristics of the light are sharing, that information is continually cueing the cells of the animal, all of them, in terms of what they need to do to prepare themselves so that the night that the bear falls asleep and wakes up the next morning and it's the first snowfall, it doesn't say, oh, my God, I forgot to buy my overcoat from Costco. <laughs> it doesn't need to do that. Its system has is already prepared and in perfect harmony with the changes uh, in the environment. Human beings are designed exactly the same way. The problem is that we have become an indoor culture, mm-hmm. and we are running our lives not according to what's natural, but what's normal. And this is why we have so much disease uh, in our culture, both physical disease and emotional difficulties. Exactly. we are really out of touch and out of appropriate relationship
1: with yes. light
2: and with life.
1: Yes, and I'd like to segue from that, too. Maybe you can give our audience or listeners some suggestions on how they can be more in line, given the fact that they spend many of their much of their time indoors, like getting out in the sun in the morning, and if so, for how long, um, or going to sleep by a certain time, making sure the room is dark. If you could go for that and maybe give our listeners some some useful health information, I think that would be very helpful.
2: Great. First of all, we each need at least 30 minutes a day of light. It's a minimum daily requirement. Light is a nutrient just like what you eat. And so just like you can suffer from malnutrition, from eating improperly, you can suffer from malillumination, according to John Ott. Yes. If you're not taking in... Uh, the appropriate amount and the appropriate light. And the most appropriate or perfect light for us, the the optimal fuel mix for life, if you will, is the energy that comes from the sun, is -hmm. the the sunlight. And so what I share with, uh, with people that contact me is take a walk each day. And if you wear glasses and if you're able to see fairly well and you know the environment you're in. Walk even without your glasses on. Maybe you just put a hat on. Allow the natural light to enter your eyes. For those people that are fair skinned, what I suggest for them is to lay outside. Begin with one minute on their back and one minute on their belly and allow as much of your skin to actually interact with the sunlight because that interaction is what creates the synthesis of vitamin D and vitamin D uh, a deficiency in vitamin D is associated with just about every major disease we have from cancer diabetes heart disease alzheimers uh, obesity and even even alzheimers so we need light it is an absolutely not only a vital nutrient it's the most powerful environmental factor we have. So if you can get outside for half an hour, you can do it in different intervals. If you're working on a job, every hour to take a five-minute break or two-minute break, go outside in the sunshine. Just breathe gently and allow the light to interact with your eyes and with your skin. It will make an absolutely huge difference in your health emotionally, and physically. So that's uh, my suggestion, and as much as powerful, uh, as much as possible, uh, when you're outside, do that without your glasses on. Allow the light to just interact with your eyes. It will even support how well you actually see.
1: Well, thank you very much for those health tips. I really appreciate it. I really want to continue this discussion more. So, uh, Thank you very much, Dr. Lieberman. We will continue this conversation in the third segment of our show. For those of you who just tuned in, we are listening to The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. Stay tuned. We will be right back after this break with more information from Dr. Lieberman.
6: Available at Village Green Apothecary. Site at myvillagegreen.com, staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognishore from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognishore supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognishore is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognishore. Remember Cognishore for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional
1: these and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Okay. Welcome back, listeners, to the third segment of the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I want to remind you we are here every Sunday morning at 10 AM. Next Sunday, Dana Lake will be interviewing another health expert. Today, our our guest is Dr. Jacob Lieberman, who is talking about living a luminous life. Okay, I'd like to continue the discussion you just uh, had from the second segment regarding exposing ourselves to sunlight so that we can get excellent health benefits.
2: You know, again, I get out in the sun every day. Uh, I usually take uh, about uh, three miles of walking. And when I'm out there, uh, I remove my shirt. I have uh, shorts on so that large portions of my body are interacting uh, with the sun. Uh, Why is that so important? Um, Light is a nutrient. In fact, most of us believe that our cells create energy because of the food that we eat, and that's partially true about a third of the energy or what we call adenosine triphosphate, ATP, the energy that our cells create for everything from creating DNA to cell division to increasing the motility of a cell to the regeneration and repair of a cell. All the cellular functions require energy. Most of that energy is not from the ingestion of food, But rather from the ingestion of light. And the science is called photobiomodulation. It's the modulating effect that light has on our biology. And it occurs when certain portions of the light spectrum, which are contained in the sun, interact with an enzyme in the mitochondria of our cells. And when it does that, it, it jumpstarts the cell, it gets things moving, and the cell creates more energy. So the person ends up feeling more energized, more renewed, and has more energy for whatever it is that they're doing, from cellular repair and so on. What's interesting is that most of the energy that impacts this particular process, this photobiomodulation process, is in the red and near-infrared portion of the spectrum. Interestingly, 50% of the energy that comes from the sun is in the red and near-infrared portion of the spectrum. So the sun is naturally precisely what we need to energize our cells to accomplish every cellular function especially the repair when they have injured themselves for some reason or when we have a disease or we're sick or whatever so when sunlight interacts with the skin it literally jump starts all the cells in your body and revitalizes them so this is why it's so important Uh, to get outside and to spend time allowing the light to interact with as much of your skin as possible. And as I said before, I suggest to individuals that are not used to doing this, to do this each day for just an extra two minutes. So the first day is one minute on your back, one minute on your belly, and then every day you increase by a minute. What that does is it causes your skin to naturally thicken and it actually protects you from burning and so on. So it's a wonderful way to gradually increase your receptivity uh, to the light and that light, uh, as I said, is the most important nutrient uh, of your life. Uh, Great times to, to get light is in the morning. It doesn't have to be in the middle of the day when the sun is directly overhead. You can take a short walk or you can just spend a little time outside. Um, sometime early in the morning, let's say uh, uh, you know up until 10 o'clock or 10.30 before it gets overly warm or even later in the day. Um, and it can make a tremendous difference For you, just getting outside in fresh air, fresh light, and just smelling the beauty of the environment. You know, uh, uh, before 1900, 90% of us in the U.S. worked outdoors. So every day we got our minimum daily requirement of light. As of 1990, over 90% of us work indoors in environments that are confined where the light, the air, the sound are pretty much all artificial. As a result of that, we are light-deprived. There's a huge epidemic of vitamin D deficiency uh, among humans, especially uh, in nations like the U.S., uh, the U.K., Asia, and so on where people are spending their times indoors uh, working with uh, computers and handheld devices and so on. All of those technologies are beautiful, but we can't forget about the importance and simplicity of Mother Nature and what it offers us in terms of our health and wellness.
1: I agree. Um, in fact, there's a good segue I'd like to talk about, which I think many of our listeners are probably thinking about, and that's UV light or UV radiation. And the idea that a lot of these health practitioners say uh, it'll cause cataracts, macular degeneration, cancer, wrinkles. So um, I was hoping you could talk about that. I know John Ott said basically a little is good, a lot is not good, and um, whether the ozone hole is a problem. Um, So I was wondering if you could comment on that and how UV actually does have some health benefits that you spoke of.
2: Everything in life is moderation. The reason the solar spectrum is exactly the way it is is because we have evolved under that solar spectrum for millions of years. So natural sunlight, which includes the ultraviolet, is the optimal fuel mix for life. It's the perfect octane for the human engine. It's designed to be that way. So when we start changing things, for instance, 20, 25 years ago, when they said to everybody, the ozone hole has gotten bigger, don't go outside, wear a hat, wear sunglasses, lather yourself up with sunscreens, there's nothing wrong with using any of those things for different amounts of time. But when you scare everyone to doing that, you end up creating side effects. And the side effect of that scare that occurred in the 90s is the epidemic of vitamin D deficiency that we have now. The impact of having adequate amounts of vitamin D, which have been synthesized because of the skin's interaction with sunlight, the impact of that is far, far greater in terms of its prevention of disease and healing of disease than anything that the ultraviolet can do. That's number one. Number two, um, I'm going to be 72 uh, in a few months. I've spent my life outdoors. I have probably some of the lightest blue eyes that you've ever seen. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I never wear sunglasses. In fact, I don't wear any glasses whatsoever for distance or reading or any of that. So what I'm sharing with you isn't based on, on reading somebody else's research or theories that are changing from year to year. I'm sharing with you my absolute direct experience. And that is that light is incredibly healthy giving it's not going to be a good idea to spend your week working indoors and then to spend eight hours in the sun on sunday that's not moderation uh that's, that's something that is going to create problems but if we use a little bit of common sense and just gradually get light some each day uh It will be the most powerful environmental impact that we have on our natural health and our natural wellness. And it's just as plants literally move to align themselves to get the optimal amount of light, human beings, unbeknownst to themselves, are designed to do precisely the same thing.
1: Okay. I'm afraid we're going to have to stop it at this point, but we'll continue uh, in the next segment. That concludes our third segment of the Essentials of Healthy Living. We are going to continue this conversation in the final segment. For those of you who just tuned in, you are listening to the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. Stay tuned. We will be right back
3: mega food premium whole food supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended mega food believes mother nature knows best they select only fresh whole food harvested at the peak of ripeness handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle mega food from farm to tablet
5: committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils.
0: Apothecary. I'm Mark Isaacson, owner of Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda, the most unique pharmacy in the country. You are unique, and at Village Green, we treat you this way. At Village Green, our passion is personalization and getting the root cause of health conditions. Guidance on foods, nutrients, and pharmaceuticals to empower you with personalized recommendations just for you. For over 50 years, customers have depended on advice from our expert team of pharmacists and clinical nutritionists. Visit Village Green in Bethesda or online at myvillagegreen.com.
1: Welcome back, listeners, to the final segment of the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. Brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. Village Green is your resource for questions about your health via their website, www.myvillagegreen.com, and their store at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. Uh, the Village Green Apothecary offers expert advice on supplements, and they carry um, supplements for many manufacturers, including their own Pathways products. We are here every Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tune in next week when Dana Lake will be interviewing another health expert. Today we have been speaking with Dr. Lieberman on living a luminous life. Okay, Dr. Lieberman, uh, in the final segment, I would first like to go over indoor lighting and what people can do to have their lighting approach as close as possible what's, what, what is taking place um, outside with the sun.
2: Okay, um, the information on this, as you know, all these things are changing all the time. So I'll just try to give you my, my current sense of this. First of all, I'm just thinking of the home I live in. It's surrounded by windows. Why? So that I can, as much as possible, take advantage of natural light, versus artificial light. So during the day, it is rare that we have lights on in the house. It's only something we use at night. The best indoor lighting that I see right now are the types of lights that everybody's trying to get rid of. The old screw-in incandescent light bulbs or the halogen light bulbs. They produce a very nice spectrum uh, it's not exactly like the Sun uh, there's nothing like the Sun but it doesn't it doesn't have all of these peaks that are a bit unnatural for instance full spectrum what they called full spectrum lighting years ago at the time uh, seemed to be uh, approaching what we saw in the solar spectrum but What's happened over time is as we've started to investigate these light sources, these fluorescent full-spectrum bulbs, like the ones that John Ott was suggesting and so on, is we realize that they have these peaks of energy, which are totally abnormal Mm -hmm. and can also cause problems, whereas the old incandescent lights, they don't have those peaks. They're much smoother. So for me... The best lights that I'm seeing for indoor use are the old-style incandescents or halogen bulbs. They are making improvements in LED technology and, of course, it's very efficient, except LEDs have uh, an overabundance of light energy in the blue end of the spectrum. And the blue end of the spectrum is what is predominant in sunlight, uh, during the day. It's what causes you to feel awake uh, and energetic and to be able to get a lot done during the day. But when you use light sources that are very, very predominant in the blue portion of the spectrum in the evening, which is what is emitted from the screens of our computers, our handheld devices, and so on, as well as Uh, the LEDs in our homes, when you do that at night, it makes it difficult to fall asleep. It makes it difficult to stay asleep. It disrupts the whole uh, harmony of your body because blue light at night tells your body that it's daytime, even though your body, it's ready to go to sleep. And so when you do that, you start to create all kinds of problems. So, for instance, people that are shift workers that work at night when they should be sleeping, they have far more incidence of cancers, different types of cancers, than individuals that are normally sleeping at night. The same thing is beginning to be noticed in neighborhoods where the street lights. Uh, never turn off and are on all night and are lighting up the neighborhood. So people are trying to sleep inside. There's light seeping in. And that light is cueing the person's brain that it's daytime. It confuses the biology. And then the result of that is we start having all kinds of diseases and so on. So as much as possible, get natural light, if you're going to use artificial light, which we have to in our homes, as much as possible, use the old-style old incandescent or halogen bulbs. They are improving the LEDs and trying to create something that is more full-spectrum, but they don't have those yet, at least based on anything that I have seen. So stick to as much as as is natural and is as is simple, and the old incandescent bulbs work quite well.
1: yes, um in fact, I think I pur- uh, purchase some um, incandescent lights that are supposedly full spectrum. Um, but anyway, I agree with you, and that's what I've heard from other various health uh, health and wellness experts. Now I'd like to segue into color and how the body reacts to color. So could you please talk about that?
2: Sure. What we perceive, color, is something that we perceive that has to do with different portions of the visible spectrum. So certain wavelengths, we perceive them as red, others we perceive them as blue, and so on. And this is something that I came to realize. I have not read this um, in other places, but in the late 70s, I started noticing something very interesting people seem to like certain colors over other colors. And I wondered why that was. Uh, And so when I started seeing this over and over again, that each person seemed to have certain colors they liked and certain colors that they liked less. And it wasn't anything that was consistent from one person to the next. It was unique to each individual. And so in the late 70s, I bought some biofeedback equipment or what we call physiological monitors to look at how the body was responding to certain stimuli. And when I hooked the person up and looked at their breathing rate, their heart rate, their brainwave activity, their muscle tensions, and so on, I noticed that when they thought about colors that they didn't like or looked at colors that they didn't like as much, very often it triggered a stress reaction. Inside of them. And after years and years and working with thousands of people about this, I realized that the colors we're uncomfortable with are essentially the vibrations that are related to unresolved issues in our life. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes we experience a traumatic event, and uh, years and years later, we'll go to a movie, we'll be watching something on the screen. And all of a sudden, we'll start to feel odd, and then we realize that something in the movie reminded us of something maybe that was painful or uncomfortable in the past. The same thing can happen with a piece of music. You can be listening to a piece of music that seems totally benign, and all of a sudden, that piece of music can bring back a memory that may cause you to feel sad or to feel lost or to feel remorse, or even resentment, what I started to notice is that when people looked at colors that they weren't comfortable with, it literally triggered up not only a stress reaction, but it could trigger up a great deal of discomfort. And why is that important? Because 90 to 92% of disease is directly related uh, to stress. And so what is stress? stress is when we encounter something in life that we're allergic to, that we have an allergic reaction to. And so when I came to discover this, I found that I could use colors in very, very small amounts to help an individual desensitize Mm -hmm. themselves from the emotional triggers that were taking them from a state of ease to a state of Mm dis-ease. And in doing that, their life leveled out a lot more. There were less ups and downs. There were less stressful events. And their health and their wellness improved. So that's something that, that's an entire way where color can be used to help us become more comfortable with the aspects of life that have historically been uncomfortable and stress-producing for us. And now you're getting at the core of why uh, we often get sick, and so on, and how to reduce the cause of these particular issues.
1: Okay, well, I appreciate you going over that. We have about one minute left. Um, Can you talk about um, either uh, color homeopathy and what that is?
2: Color homeopathy is essentially what I was just speaking about, which which is using color to notice, uh, first of all, to notice what colors we're uncomfortable with, and then two, utilizing those colors to desensitize ourselves from the effect that they that they create. And so, what I've done in relation to that, I've done this for years with my clients. But now I I created a kit. It's called the Spectral Receptivity System, and it contains 13 pairs of glasses that an individual wears for a very short period of time each day, Uh, I provide a protocol for that, that helps them to gradually become comfortable and at ease with the full spectrum of light. And when that occurs, they have much greater ease with the full spectrum of life. It also allows them to take in more of the light that's available. Great. Because when when we say, gee, I don't like red, literally what our body is doing is blocking off the red portion of the spectrum. And since 50% of the energy of our body comes from the red and the near-infrared, that can really impact our energy levels, the ability of our cells to regenerate, and so on.
1: Great. Um, We only have a few more seconds, so before we go, can you please... Tell our listeners where they can get more information about you as far as your website.
2: Uh, The website is jacoblieberman.org, O-R-G, and Lieberman is spelled L-I-B-E-R-M-A-N. And the site is a nice place to visit. It's a beautiful website. It's not a marketing site. We're not interested in selling you stuff. We just want to share information that we feel will be valuable to humanity. Or people can follow us on Facebook, uh, which is another place where we're continually sharing new scientific information, new insights, helpful hints, and things like that.
1: Thank you so much, Dr. Lieberman, and uh, thank you, uh, listeners, for joining us. We really appreciate your time, and we pre- certainly appreciate your time as well, Dr. Lieberman. You can. I just want to remind listeners, you can access this show for free and other previous shows at www.ehlradio.com. That's Edward Harry Larry Radio.com. And as I mentioned earlier, um, if you have any comments or suggestions on this show, we would love to hear from you. You can go to that website, and on the right hand side, you can um, enter any comments or suggestions that you have. I also want to um, alert our listeners about Dr. Joseph DeSarno's book, The Toxic Solution how hidden poisons in the air, water, and food and products we use are destroying our health, and uh, how we can fix uh, these problems. This is David Baer, and I want to wish everyone a healthy and happy week.
3: Ah, the joy of commuting in Washington. Whether you work on the hill or outside the Beltway, you know how stressful it is to get around. Stress can take a serious toll on your health, and Village Green Apothecary can help. We offer over 10,000 healthy living products, including top-quality nutritional supplements, herbal remedies, and more. Our nutritionists and pharmacists offer a personalized approach to help you with your health needs. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at
0: 5415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com.